Mike! Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Steeride! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out and on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. This week's episode is sponsored by MrPICT.com, the website where I am now moving all my CPD content online for teachers all over the world to access. We've already posted over 100 high-quality CPD videos, with other videos being added pretty much every single day. You can sign up by becoming a supporter on Facebook or as an individual teacher, you can subscribe on the website for £3.50 a month. You can save £5 when you subscribe annually. There is also whole school packages available so you can sign up every single staff member, even those reluctant ones, so that they can access all the high quality CPD content and build their confidence and knowledge with step-by-step app tutorials, ideas for how you can reduce workload by working smarter not harder and ways in which you can transform every curriculum area through creative use of technology. So head over to mrpict.com and sign up today. Well, you know what Owen Wilson would say? Wow. Hello and welcome to episode 23, series 2, episode 14 of Two Mr P's in a Podcast with me, Mr P. And the other Mr P. And we are going to start with this... Yes, because our podcast is now one years old. One years? One year old. What did I say one years? You said it's one years old. Right, it's a year old, basically. So, um, yeah, since the last episode... It's like phone jacket. One years oldings. (laughs) (laughs) One zingzings. Yeah, so uh, we just wanted to start by saying a massive thank you for all the wonderful support since we started this podcast um, a year ago. It's been incredible to have so many of you listening, um, get involved, subscribe, review, join the Facebook group, just get involved with all the bands and just support it. So uh, huge thank you. And um, here's to what will hopefully be another very, very successful year. Hip hip. <laughs> How like for you, Adam? Have you ever, do you ever get that feeling like, you know, when someone sings happy birthday, you sat there and you think, I'm going to do the hip hips. <laughs> yeah. I am so going to do the hip yeah. hips. And you're waiting. And then he's like, happy birthday to you. And then someone else goes, hip hip. It's always Nana. I'm like, Nana, no. This is my time. I made this up. This is me. Then, then I realise I've just ruined someone's birthday by ranting at my 86-year-old Nana. Yeah. Um, uh, but so- yeah, no, my week, it has been another birthday, actually. Uh, my little girl, not so little anymore. She turned three. Yeah. Um, yeah, on Wednesday. So it's it's been a busy few weeks since. It the has, last... yeah. So uh, she, yeah, she turned three, and um, yeah, it's just just, it's just unbelievable how fast the time goes. And tell me about it. She's got a bike now, and she's she's riding around the house. They see me rolling, they hate it. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So, but 
other other news. I uh, started a diet on Monday. A um, couple of women from work. I overheard them speaking about uh, one of the, the the main cook in the office. Uh, in the office. <laughs> in the, <laughs> the main cook in the kitchen. <laughs> my, the office at my school don't have their own cooks. Um, yeah, the main cook in the kitchen. She she got a soup maker now, and she puts all the fresh ingredients in. So for four quid a week. They were saying to me, get involved if you want, you know, four quid a week, all fresh ingredients, and they make soup. I'm thinking, amazing stuff, like, absolutely amazing. So I've been having the soups every lunchtime, and I've, I've probably stuck religiously to it, even missed out on some big, big menu choices as well, because I have to go into the kitchen, obviously, yeah. to get my soup, and they're there with the, you know... Turkey burgers or whatever. Well, burgers was today, yeah, and I, and I missed out on that. And the burgers are Wounded. decent, yeah. burgers are decent. Um, but anyway, yeah, this this came. So Monday was really nice weather, so was Tuesday. So Tuesday was really warm. I was teaching PE all day outside. And, um, I, you know, I, I struggle with bad hay fever. And uh, I could tell the pollen count was up, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? So I scratched, I scratched my, like, right eyelid, and it just puffed out a little bit. Looked like a looked like someone had sparked me. And... Um, so anyway, you know, I tried to forget about it and not touch it. I've got women in work, you know, who who are just like mum, like just it, yeah. so like literally one saw me from across the playground, just go near my eye, and I just heard a shout, "Don't you go near the eye!" And I was just like, "Whoa!" I was thinking like, "My God, that's unbelievable." Um, so then, so then I go into the kitchen at dinner and like, you know, I'm a bit hot and sweaty and. The woman goes, oh, here's the soup today. It's uh, lovely lentil and all of this kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, amazing. So I said to her, I was like, have you got any pepper? Well, I need pepper for my soup. So th- this is what I'm meant to get onto. <laughs> Classic, like, dinner time, stuff you find in primary school kind of things. You know, like the, the crazy size of things in the kitchen. Yeah. Like, I remember when, when I asked for a bit of mayo once, they got this, like, three-litre tub of mayo out. I was like, Jesus Christ, I only need a spoonful. So she gave, me this, she gave me this massive tub of ground... Uh, pepper. Pepper, yeah. So anyway, she goes, uh, you can just put it in with your hands. So I'm like, no worries. So I grabbed a, you know, decent portion of it and poured it in my soup. Go and sit down. And what I didn't realise at the time is that I've wiped my eye, like, straight after oh, handling, no. handling the pepper. So anyway, I'm sat down. Now, I don't eat, the, eat my dinner in the staff room at all. But, you know, the soup was very hot. The walk to my normal dinner room was, was a bit of a while away. So I just sat in the main staff room with all the infant staff who I don't usually eat with. Lovely to see them. And I started sitting there eating and we were talking. I was going, yeah, I'm on the soup diet, yeah, yeah. And I just thought to myself, either this soup is boiling or my face is melting. Like, I was I was burning up. And then, obviously, I started kind of, you know, cracking the Da Vinci Code. I was thinking, well, I've had a sore eye. I've already scratched the initial skin off my eye. And then I've rubbed bloody pepper in it. So immediately, as soon as I think, I thought, you know, all the women were going, you're going to need to bathe it. I was sat there, like, dabbing my eye in, in, the, in the school, like kitchen and I was just like oh my like, it's burning <laughs> and then someone came in like here's a pack of baby wipes so I was just like you know tearing them out yeah, like yeah. putting them all over my eye someone walked in like Adam you're not usually in here I turned around with a baby wipe on my eye like I doubt I'll be in here again <laughs> it was honestly the most painful 
<laughs> midday of a Tuesday I've ever had. Uh, um, do you know what? I think I might have a, a story to sort a similar story to top that. Like we're talking years ago. It might even, I think it was at school. Uh, um, we are talking years. Yeah, ago. at Ambrose, and we were playing. It was rugby game, and I'd come back from. I've I'd come back from injury. I'd like pulled a muscle, and um, someone had got some deep heat. Oh yeah, yeah, you know deep. I so the deep heat, deep heat rub. Are you struggling to speak it? I don't know. I'm You're tired. saying Abby Wong birthday zings yeah. to like deep Pete. Who's Deep Pete? Some some guy called Pete who loves a dead deep chat. Hey man, I'm going through some things. I'm going through some stuff. Cheers, Deep Pete. <laughs> right, no, go on. Deep, so you got some Deep Pete. <laughs> hey man, I'm going through some things. Grab a chair, Pete. <laughs> Talk to me, Pete. <laughs> so, uh, rubbed rubbed the deep heat into the into the muscle, uh, and then obviously got the rest of my kit on, and then just as I'm going out, nip to the toilet for a wee, and then that was it. Then, oh my goodness, just that is the worst pain. You lit that chipolata <laughs> alight. <laughs> uh, so anyway, what I was saying was, what's been your highlight of our first year doing oh, the podcast? Wow. Um, well, there's so many to go through. I mean, loved when we got uh, Christmas number one. Yeah. You know, I had my proper, uh, you know, what is it? What's it called? Bob Geldof moment. <laughs> um, it, didn't, it didn't raise any money. It's not. Like no, I'm, I'm not. To be fair, I'm not changing the world. Yeah. One one laugh at well, a t- one Twizzler at a time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we built this city. <laughs> he got the We yeah. built this city on Turkey. <laughs> wait, wait. Didn't you say that um someone you know created a jingle? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? It's been like what two weeks? So much has happened in these two weeks. Yeah, a lot right, so to the air. This was funny. So um one It was Commando Joe. Right. And he's and he said to you, he's created a jingle. Yeah, so this is basically what he said. Um, this is how he started the message. He said, bro. <laughs> that was one message. See. Bro. <laughs> In one of your episodes, you had a you had a S-H-I-T jingle. And you said... If I you've can't got imagine any, which one. If you've, got, if you've got any jingles, send them in. Where do I send one? <laughs> I mean, the intrigue was unreal. So my intense reply... Exactly one hour, 49 minutes later was to me. (laughs) (laughs) So then this is what he sent back. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to allow that goes on for a while. And I just, I don't know what uh, what that jingle's supposed to be for. <laughs> we don't even have a feature. I know. Cool turkey. Just, when I say turkey, I say turkey. So yeah, um, if anyone can better that, send it in. But I do appreciate uh, my boy Glenn uh, trying. Yeah. But um, you know, it's like one of them things, isn't it? You know, you say to the kids, you, say you say. What is five times five? And a kid puts her hand up and goes, 516. And you go, 
really good try, <laughs> but not quite the right answer. That's like what I'm saying to Glenn. Yeah, well done for really, trying. Really good try, Glenn, uh, but hoping for more improvement. Uh, so, yeah, I think my highlight has to be the... Um, the live show's The live show's got to be up there, yeah. To have that in the first year and have so many teachers follow. And... Um, yeah, watch this space because there could be some more coming your way. So, like I say, it's been a busy two a uh, few weeks. I mean, April, well, April and the start of May is very, very busy in our family because uh, we obviously have the triplets birthday on the third. Then it was Big Mike's, our dad's birthday on the twentieth. Yeah, he, it was a big one, big six zero. So yeah. he had uh, he had uh, a weekend away with his pals to <laughs> to Budapest. It's hilarious because. Um, he, he passed. He passed his phone to me the other day when he got back to show me a few pictures from Budapest. But it was on the WhatsApp group that he has with his mates who went to Budapest. And you know, with groups you can have the name of the yeah, group. Yeah, yeah. So his group with his mates for the boot was Buda Kings. <laughs> Buda Kings with a crown emoji. Oh, God. I was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah. So um, <laughs> Buda Kings. Yeah, Buda Kings. He played a blind there as well, didn't he? In that he didn't send one single text to mum. He just did the. I mean, really, he you know he should have been up for nomination for over the week because yeah. he he was sending texts every day. Yeah. And then turning his phone off before they actually reached the mail. <laughs> so every time he'd send one, like, "Hey, I'm all right, having a great time. See you soon. Hope everyone's all right." He'd send it, but then turn his phone off straight away. Yeah, yeah. Meaning so. that his uh, his message didn't go to the intended target. So um, yeah, the the pound, the yeah. AKA the doghouse dog was in, yeah. And he managed to he managed to get out of there. Yeah, and then birthday they won it. And then Easter Sunday, we were celebrating my wife's birthday alongside mine. So mine Claire's is on the twenty second, mine's on the twenty eighth, and uh, we all thirty of us, yeah, headed to uh, Bongo's Bingo. Bongo's Bingo. What an absolute. A laugh that was. It was well. I tell you what. It started off quite tense, didn't it? Oh, it was. It was. Yeah. It was. So we we nervy. were. Yeah, because we'd never been before. We've heard things, and it was like the best thing to do is get there early to get a table. So Claire had tried to book a table, and they were like, "Oh, if you just if you just turn up, get a table, you can just sort of reserve it as you get there." So we we turned up like on the dot, didn't we? we were there yeah. as soon as it opened, and we ended up getting the massive table. But there was literally five of us, so we had to we had to for for an hour just sort of that split ourselves across. up, yeah. And the amount of people that as it, it got busier and busier, people were just coming up, going, uh, "Are these seats taken?" And we just had to bat them away from the Some crease. Some of the daggers. Oh, we were getting I so. Was like, many. I was I was on I was on tent hut. I was <laughs> trying to be as you know trying to be funny. Like, I was going, "You can walk them legs eleven away from my table," <laughs> but then you know it it was it, people were just there, and I I was kind of thinking like, what would I have done if if I'd have just seen like yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple of people with massive long benches and. To be fair, people reacted well, and then the, the day was um, yeah. The day was absolutely because the thing class. was we because Claire had been on the email, been told like if you get a table, you can reserve it. She told everyone else to just get there before it started at what was it like two two yeah, and we got there at twelve. Um, but it was like it's like that scene out of <laughs> joking about that scene out of Braveheart where it's like hold yeah hold <laughs> hold or just hold or. 
Um, but yeah, it was, it was quality. If you've not been, if you've not been, I would hike because I think they're doing them everywhere now, aren't they? Like oh, pretty much everywhere. Shop, yeah. So it's getting to that point where you might be organising an end of year do. Uh, we highly recommend. Oh, bongos, bingo! Yeah, it'd be brilliant for staff. Yeah, staff like morale. Staff. I mean, I got absolutely battered, and I think it was just because it was because it was during the day as well. And it was a room with no windows, and it was boiling. It was Easter Sunday. It was when absolutely boiling, and you were just necking drinks just to quench your thirst. It even was, though it yeah, does it the was ICT with Mr. Pisshead, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah. gone. Oh, I was, I was nowhere. I mean, it, it didn't didn't start well, did it? Well, going from the last step uh, for your birthday, I got you like a little bit of a goodie bag. But before that, I got you some of the sweets that we talked about oh, in the last yeah, yeah. step. So our, me and you were lighting up some candy sticks in, in the middle of bongos, a couple of badasses. But it was, I couldn't believe it. I was I was I was sucking down a cold candy stick with a bad guy of education. I, I had to pinch myself. And it was funny because um, it started off. So the guy comes on stage and he's on the mic and he's giving it the big and trying to get the crowd up and go it going. And then uh, he, he put on like I don't know what number came up, but he, oh, it was sixty-seven. Sixty-seven and six and seven, sixty-seven. Oh, what number comes before six? And what number comes after seven? And it was five, six, seven, eight. So he put like a a doink remix on yeah. of steps, and everyone's going crazy. Um, but we were just just only started to get going. You just sat down. I just sat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was me, uh, Claire's brothers, and someone else, and he stopped the song. And walked over to our table in front of everyone who was like, what are you lot doing? Because he was yeah. a scat. What are you lot doing? It basically just humiliated us in front of everyone, saying that Three we were boring. Three sad acts. <laughs> yeah. You sat there. You look bored. Um, so that just oh, got me on the mission. so painful and uncomfortable. <laughs> I was loving every minute of it because I was dancing. Yeah. I was going big to that dirty remix of Steps. Yeah. And then you were just sat there. And then when he was, when he was going like... It's your sad axe. You were just like looking at me like, <laughs> what's he on about? <laughs> I was just like, I don't but know just, who you are. I, I just, honestly, I think he's just a teacher. He's just a teacher. Like, just, he just did what teachers do where early doors, make an example of someone, put them in the place and then no one else steps out of line. That's it. And yeah. that was it. After that, everyone's just going crazy. True. And there was other points where he just reminded me of a teacher. Like there was one point where someone booed they had, they had a dance-off, and oh, someone yeah. did the dance-off, yeah, and it yeah, wasn't yeah. very good, and someone booed, and he got on the mic straight away, and it was just reminded of a teacher, like, if you've got nothing nice to say, yeah, do not say it, it yeah. at all. But, yeah, it was, we never won anything either, did we? No, not, not the not, 30 of us, and we didn't get a sniff. Do. I really wanted that life-size cut out of Philip Schofield. Would have but, come in handy. Yeah, or the uh, Henry Hoover. So, yeah, so we had that. Um, and what else has been, what else you been up to? Well, we, we uh, it was obviously that four day, wasn't it? That's when we were, um, that's when we bongosed it, and we we were basically halfway to deceased on the bank holiday Monday. <laughs> um, yeah, and then it's just been it's just been hectic scenes, hasn't it? Back uh, at work. That I think I think the four day weeks. I don't know if anyone else finds this. The four day weeks, you think are you know obviously they are good, but they seem to last longer. I don't yeah. know why that is. It just it just feels like they last longer. So every time you get to Friday, you don't feel like it's been a four day week. You feel like you've been, been a, in, se- yes, yeah. <laughs> a seven day week. Yeah. Um, no, I get that. It, uh, yeah, and I think because it's obviously this time of year when the pressure's starting to mount and it's getting to everyone in it with sats looming. In a yeah, well, weeks. yeah, it's only a few weeks now, isn't it? And it's yeah, uh, yeah, it's all it's all hands on deck. 
Yeah, so yeah, I've been here, there and everywhere. I've been in Sunderland today, was in uh, Preston yesterday. I'll tell you what's funny, right? So, so and, and you'll, you'll find this funny. Sometimes, not all the time. You've said funny. You've <laughs> yeah. said funny twice in the build-up. I'm, I'm getting ready to laugh my bloody socks. No, no, here. but what? But so basically, I, some, sometimes when I start a session in a school, I get introduced by the head teacher or the dad. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. You were right. <laughs> no. Now where do you uh, go on? Right, and what started to happen now is they'll introduce me based on the whole being big on Facebook and be so mm. like today and I, don't get me wrong I, I love it but I just don't know how to react to it so I had it yesterday and today where they both said you know um, oh we've been really excited about this day I can't believe we've got him here all our staff are so excited it's like having a celebrity in the building then they turn to me and they go but I bet you get that all the time right I don't know how to respond to that because if I turned around and went, yeah, yeah, I get it all the time. Yeah, I just no, come you, across you, you as an arrogant a man of the people. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. So I'm just sort of like, oh, silly, oh, what you like, that sort yeah. of thing. But even that looks dead awkward. Yeah, because if you're going like, this never happens, <laughs> yeah. even though you know you're telling all our listeners that it always happens. <laughs> no, it doesn't <laughs> always happen. But I remember the, the the worst was one of the first times uh, uh, I did a training session. Uh, in a school and obviously I'd built a bit of a following up on Facebook and we got, got to this school and this head teacher basically introduced me by going, he clearly didn't have a clue who I was, but he went like, oh, uh, yeah, so we've got him doing some training and uh, the, the female teachers have all told me that they fancy him, so oh, I... yeah, this will be a good, yeah, off you go. Now, that set me up for the ultimate failure because I thought, right, I'll make a bit of a joke of it here in that I sort of said, I can't remember what I said exactly, but I went along the lines of saying something and I was like, sorry, ladies, I'm taken, right? Mm. And it just, oh, it was, it just was like a lead balloon and mm. it was just, it just killed the whole, and I just thought, <laughs> yeah, you can't make that sort of joke. You can't make oh, that sort love of... I so love it. Do you know what I'd love? Just... I want a school out there to... To do something like this, like start introducing you, so you're there giving it the big in. And they go, This guy's got loads of followers, people have been loving him for years. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome him just as you're about to get the ovation. They go, Dean Gaffney. <laughs> <laughs> and just bring Dean Gaffney out for like two minutes of just handshakes and, you know, maybe so a, a pick with Wellard. <laughs> And then, you know, you can just be, like, just brought in after it. But that would be classic. No, don't get me wrong. I love it, like, when, when someone comes and asks for a... I don't get it. I don't know why. I love it. But it just it is dead or Because you don't... Uh, you must get that all the time. I'm like, oh, what do you say? Yeah, but you're a song? face, you're a name. Well, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. So, should we get on to the first feature of Let's the episode? It. Diabolical Leader of the Week. Uh, we've got a reader's story to share with you. Um, we've got quite a few, um, but this one we'll, we'll share. So the last school I was at had a teacher, a uh, head teacher, who was a complete control freak. They timetabled everyone's classrooms to be identical and they came in to check that you were sticking to it. 
to the minute. And if you weren't doing times tables practice from 9.30 until 9.40am, for example, you'd be questioned about it. I was also shown how to teach my maths and English lessons and I had to stick to it with no deviation because it worked, meaning they got the data they wanted. The pressure to follow every single little rule and to be checked on constantly with weekly drop-ins and book scrutinies was insane. All playtimes were scheduled with activities for the kids so they never had any downtime to just enjoy being children and playing. They also moved classes up to the next year group in June to get them started on the next curriculum to get better progress. They wanted to get outstanding from Ofsted no matter what. The school is the epitome of what is wrong with the education system. Deep. Uh, it's not deep, it's just... Lo- ew, ew. In That's the right- not deep. Well, it's deep, but... Long. Who- yeah, but who wants to be be that busy? Who on this planet has the time to be that busy? Like... I was having a conversation with a head teacher the other day, and this head teacher, sounds a pound, was just like, you know, uh, this teacher came to, when this teacher started school recently, only just started. Mm. Uh, she came up to me and she said, um, "Who do I have my planning into? Who's going to check my planning?" And I turned around to this teacher and said, "Do you think I've got time to check your planning?" <laughs> I was like, "Fair play." And she said, "You know, I'm busy enough with other stuff." I've employed you as a teacher to know how to plan and how to deliver that plan. So as long as I come in and see that you're doing what you should be doing, I'm not bothered. And I was like, that's what we need. Mm. That is what we need. Not these diabolical teachers, because... Outstanding, right? Should we just talk about this? I hear all the time teachers moaning about Ofsted, moaning all the time about Ofsted this, Ofsted that. And I'll tell you this now. We're the reason Ofsted get that uh, validation because schools play into it. So if you're lucky enough to have an inspector who comes into your classroom, has a decent weekend, comes into school and says, yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good, and you get outstanding. As a school, you then buy into it. You buy into this fallacy by spending hundreds of pounds of your budget by getting a big Ofsted banner outside your school saying, we are outstanding. We are outstanding, which winds me up because there'll be a school down the road from you working just as hard, but they get the... uh, wrong end of the lottery where an inspector comes in who's not seeing not seeing the good side of everything marks you down gives you requires improvement and they're now fighting for the jobs needs to change needs to change there's my rant for the episode done appreciate the rant uh but here's a funny one for you i once worked at ofsted uh <laughs> true story and if that doesn't tell you what I, I was i was a valued member of the dhc what was this? The DHC. <laughs> it sounds like that crushing, Crush that, in, yeah. doesn't it? Ride the waves of the DHC. <laughs> yeah. What so is the what? data handling company? The data handling. Yeah. So basically, well, like bar charts. I did, no, no, God, no! I've not used bar charts since year five. Um, no, like so, I used to just scan stuff. Right. Um, but did I scan stuff? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I completed perfect hoops one and two on uh, on, on mini clip. No, on mini clip on the computer. So I'd have I'd have the scanning thing open on the computer, and then as soon as I'd see my boss, who was called oh, Emily, I think Emily, would like come and go. Hi, morning, Adam. I'd go morning, morning, and I'd be there going like <laughs> scanning again. And she was like a classic, you know, classic DHC dance. <laughs> and then uh, Emily would sit down and, and I'd have a good view of where she was. Yeah. 
and then I'd go on perfect hoops. Now, perfect <laughs> hoops is just like this basketball game where you fired the ball like, off stuff. Yeah. And I'd play it for, honestly, hours. <laughs> and then she'd go... As soon as I'd see her get up, I'd just click. It'd be the same screen that it was on before. She's going... Having a good day. It's like brilliant in my head thinking <laughs> level 22. Um, strangely enough, didn't last too long, DHC. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But yeah, so, so Ofsted, not, not the funniest yeah. relationship oh, I've ever funny, had. funny. So, um, talking of diabolical leaders, uh, I don't know where the segue is here. I just want to talk a bit about Game of Thrones. Okay, yeah, but you can't, we can't. People, I know some people who are, like, still catching up on, like, on, like, series three and four and stuff, so... Well, sorry, you've had you've had eight years. No, no, if you're no, listening we're not going to... Spo- they're not going to no spoil spoils. it. No, no spoils. No spoils. Well, I was going to say, are you enjoying the new season? Yeah, really enjoying the new season. TV's good at the minute. TV's really good at the minute, yeah. I uh, I've just got through the first season of Line of Duty. I've never seen it before. Oh, I'm I'm up on that. But here's um, the thing with Line of Duty, right? Five series into careful. that. No, five series into that. Trying to find who H is. Do you want to solve the issue in Line of Duty? Get a teacher in. What are you on about? Who H is? I'm only on season one. Well, you'll find out. It's not a spoiler. That's a big spoiler. It's not a spoiler. B, a, B, C, D, or E. You've told me it's H. No, what I'm saying is, right, they're trying to work out who it is behind all this stuff. Right, stop. And if you want to... Stop. No, I, no spoilers. What I'm trying to say is they're taking a lot of time to work it out. If you want that issue solving, get a teacher in. They'll do it in two minutes. I'm telling you. Teachers are by far the best investigators, detectives, and just interrogators out there. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I touched on this in an early ep, but uh, my favourite tactic with especially the younger children is someone will come over to me and go, they've just hit me, and I'll say to the kid, have you just hit them? And they'll go, no. And I'll go, and I'll look at him, and then I'll pull the doughy face and go, did you hit them a little bit? (laughs) And he went, he'll go, yeah. And I'll go, right! <laughs> Give him that false that, sense of security. Class, like, was, it, was it funny that you did it a tiny bit? <laughs> yeah, right! <laughs> Love that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what tactics to use. Yeah, you know if you need to go hard into a kid, if you need to, like... Then you can do the guilt trip on them. Like, oh. that's the one, like, you know, uh, with everything I've done for you, and, you know, you're part of my class... Yeah. And you're representing us as a class. You're representing me. It's... So the best... I mean, you're not just letting yourself down. Mm. You're letting me down. Yeah. And you're letting the school down. You can get, get the you guilt. You keep going, can't you? Yeah, yeah. I did today. I na- I named five teachers in my speech today. <laughs> you're not just letting yourself down. You're letting this person, this person, this person, this person, and this person... He's all asleep by the time I'm finished talking to him. But I, it's a classic, like, do you know what? I'm not even mad. <laughs> And then you know what's coming. The kid completes the line for you. You're disappointed, eh? No. I'm fuming, uh, lad. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to... I love Line of Duty, don't get me wrong, but I do. it does make me laugh because I just think, you've got, to start your, you've got to start your science lesson in the afternoon. Something's happened at lunch. You get that nipped in the bud within yeah. two minutes. Kill it. Uh, there, was a, there was a funny one today at dinner, actually. These two kids come up to me. One of them was going... He just hit me, and this other kid was going, because he kicked me first. And I said to I said to both of them, I said, you got two options here, fellas. 
Either you're both on the fence or you shake hands, smile and hug it out. And they looked at me, <laughs> then looked at each other. And they just gave each other just this massive embrace. And they ran off just like arm in arm. I turned to this year six and I went, behaviour, completed it. Like, and, and fist bump this year six. Oh, that's but, um, funny. Yeah. I had a thing the, the other day where... Um, Oh, I can't remember. What. So a, a child had said something and then done the complete opposite, and I basically was trying to explain how that's hypocritical. Mm. I said, "That's you're being a hypocrite there. You can't say that and then go and do the exact opposite. Like you can't say." To, I think it was something like she got she got upset because um, I, uh, she didn't get picked by a partner, and then I said, uh, or a partner picked someone else, and then when I said, "Oh well, you can go with that person." She went, oh, no, I don't want to be with her. So I was like, we can't do that. That's hypocritical. You can't mm. say, you know. Um, but she got me back, like, and I wasn't even mad with this. I was just impressed. So she's just come out of the um, dinner hall after a lunch, and she's just at the right end of the corridor, and I'm walking through the, the, the other end of the corridor, and I'm like, I've got, I've got my phone, and these kids are running at me, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa stop, stop what you're doing. Look where you're going as you're walking down the corridor. And then I, I, I sort of grab my phone and I'm just checking a, a message and then I bump into a table and she just walks past and goes, you hypocrite. Ooh, <laughs> I was like, what a bird. Wow. I mean, I was, I was just, I just was clapping. I was just like, do you know what? Fair play. You can have three team points because you've learned something there. Yeah, you've that learned, is fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, you've got to give I'll it I'll take him. it, I'll take it. You've got to give it him. Uh, but the reason I brought up Game of Thrones, I'm not that we're going to do this, I was happy to do spoilers. But um, no, I'm we could always spoilers. spoiler alert it and then move on. But one no, of the questions... No, What if someone's driving? We'll pull over. No. Um, one of the questions we got asked before was, um, which, which Game of Thrones character do you think would make a really good teacher? Because um, there's some I think that would make terrible teachers. Oh, obviously, yeah. I think you Tyrion know. would be a good teacher. Yeah, I thought that. I thought he was like, going to be my I own. think he'd be a good literacy teacher. He's quite... Uh, articulate. It's hard to articulate, yeah. good. Yeah, he's quite good. I mean, you wouldn't have like... Um, what's he called? That Tormund guy. The big... The one who just goes off on t- stories. The one who's talking about... Being uh, suckled, oh yeah, the yeah, giant. Yeah, here's one for you. Someone said, someone said to a teacher today, "What's the opposite of evacuate?" Uh, here's where I pop in, and I just went, "Stay." <laughs> you went what? And I went, "Evacuate is you leave. The opposite of leave is stay." <laughs> what did he say? They accepted it and moved on. Yeah. Like, they, 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 oh, so it wasn't even that he no, knew there, the answer. There was another. There was another. It, evacuate. It was. It, there was. There was an answer to it. It's. Uh, you know. It doesn't sound good. This the fact that we don't know. But it's. It's. Um, go on. Find it out. Uh, it's like evacuate or. No, it's not going to be evacuate, is it? Don't know. Uh, Um, Come on. Remain. Stay. <laughs> Stays there. Stays there, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Boom, I'll take enter. that. Enter. Evacuate, enter. 
Yeah, I suppose right. so. Yeah, I'll have a bit of that. Right, so, um, Sorry, random little... Go on then, who, who else would be a good... Who else would be a good teacher? Um, I think Cersei would be a, a good teacher. Disciplinarian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You wouldn't want to get sent to her. Yeah, she's had some brilliant lines that link to teacher. I put a video on my Facebook page, which is like, game teacher life told through Game of Thrones, and she's on it loads. There's one, where I think, like in the first series, or a couple of series, where she's like, um, I don't want you in my presence. So what I want you to do is leave my presence. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she'd be good. Um I tell you, he's disappointing though, right? Uh, are you? I'd have her as a teacher. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. She's knowledgeable. Um, what about Nedard Stark? <laughs> Get your books and pens out, you bastards! <laughs> um, Jon Snow'd be awful. Yeah, he'd just be like, I know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, what does what's one one and one? I don't know. I need to get back to the wall. <laughs> yeah, just so you up. know nothing. I know. I've been told it many a time. But you just spend <laughs> every break time on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guarding the wall. <laughs> You're supposed to be on the trim trail, sir. No. I, I've made the a pledge. Are... I've made a pledge to the wall. <laughs> the dead are coming. Yeah. 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 Uh, Night King the dinner being. ladies are coming. <laughs> Night King being an Ofsted inspector. <laughs> yeah. They're coming. We've had the call. Yeah, I tell you. <laughs> That's a good one, that, yeah. But it... They'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for the long night. Yeah. Long night. Make, make the weapons, you <laughs> bastards. <laughs> uh, yeah, he'd be good. He'd be funny. Um, but, uh, right, I'm, I'm going to go into it. He was awful in that last episode. He was useless. Stop going into it. I'm not, I'm just saying. Next feature, I'm shouting uh, it. No, I'm saying he was useless, right? And have you seen this thing on the whole... You must have read, read the theories. So there's a theory I that... don't do theories. I don't do right. reading. <laughs> I, I, you didn't you have know, to say I that. Like... to say, I don't do theories. No, but I, I didn't, no, I do reading. You know, I, I like... I like you know when you like open like an OK or a Hello magazine and they have them little snippets. Yeah, I like reading them. Me. Right. So anyway, there's this theory. <laughs> there's this theory that uh, the reads because there was a point in that episode where Jon Snow just screams at a dragon. Yeah, yeah. Right. Why? Don't know. I take it as he's just accepted defeat. He's just got to a point where he's like, I'm just accepting defeat. Theories on the internet trying to make it out like he was purposely distracting the dragon to allow Arya to get past. And I'm just like... Spoiler! I've, I've, listen, if you've not picked up the spoiler alert that we've said... Um, but, yeah, what is it? Every, no what, one's tuning in to Two Mr. P's in a podcast to find out about GOT. No, but what I'm saying is, Bastard. what is what, what are people's <laughs> problem that they can't just let Arya have the moment? They've got to then sort of validate the man in the story. To make it like the whole point of that episode is Jon Snow was all he didn't add anything. He was he was he's like that person in the group project that just doesn't do anything. Do you know what I mean? She did I most never of the work. I knew anyone like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it just like to get to the point where he was literally just screaming at a dragon. He was nowhere. Well, he was clearly causing a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it just winds me up how he, there's, there's still people like. Going on about Arya being a Mary Sue and all that, and it winds me up because she's not. If you've watched the, the series, she's had a right journey, and I thought it was cracking that she was the one to do the biz, and and 
I've, I, listen, I've said it. Spoiler alert. Done. Yeah, but why are you talking about it? Right, next spoiler alert. Avengers Endgame. No. Let's go. No. You, you've not watched no, it yet, have I'm you? No, I'm going to see it in a few days, so move on, next feature. No, I sort of want to talk about this. No! I've been building up to this. Oh, my right, God. So, right, so, if you've not seen it, there's no spoiler alerts for this. All I'm going to say is, what a film. What an absolute film. And I had a moment, I had a real moment watching this film, which I've sort of talked about a little bit on my socials, but... Uh, yeah, just what the film stood for. Like I finished watching that film and I was in absolute bits. I was crying my eyes out and I couldn't understand why I was getting so emotional with it. Then it sort of dawned on me that it's been the first thing, like the whole Marvel universe, Tony Stark, Captain America, has been the first real thing that I've bonded with my, my kids over, like from being toddlers, they've had the outfits, we've built all the Lego. One of the first films we ever went to the cinema to see was Age of Ultron when they were like three. And since then we've been to see pretty much every other Marvel film at the cinema. And so when we watched that film and it came to an end and it does come to an end, you, I was just like, this is the end of the first thing that we've truly bonded. And I know there's gonna be loads of other stuff that we bond over. Like, I know there's going to come a point where they become completely obsessed with football. They're not quite there yet. But, you know, like, we had those things when we were kids, like wrestling. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, wrestling never ends. It just evolves. It changes. Uh, it goes. end. Well... The attitude here Possibly, yeah. Um, but, yeah, and obviously football carries on. But this, that, that felt like the, the ending of a saga of ten... Which I think just goes to show what incredible storytelling goes into it. So, yeah... What other things did? What other things would you say from our childhood that we we were dead, we were really into? Um, but you were saying it's like when Friends ended. Yeah, Friends. Friends are biggie. Yeah, I had. I should have tear. I should have tear when Friends ended. Yeah. But then I always held out hope that it'd come back. But no. No, it's not. I don't done, think it's it? coming back now. Do not reckon? You don't think they'll ever nah, bring it back? No, I don't think they'll ever do it now. No. Shame though. Yeah, yeah. Who's but, your favourite character in Friends? <sighs> Do you know what it changed? I've been told Let loads. me guess, let me guess. Because mine was Chandler first few series, Ross last yeah, few series. Yeah, Chandler, yeah. It was always Chandler, uh, but then it was, yeah, Ross. Ross got well funny. But, you know, oh, God, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston, my God. Even though, you know, Courtney Cox had a moments. Yeah. Kudro or Phoebe's. At a moment, but Jennifer Aniston will long live on in the memory. Yeah. So go on. Who would you say then? Game of Thrones character that would make the best teacher? Are we back on that? Are you saying Jon Snow? <laughs> I'm just saying we never came up with the answer. I'd say Nedard Stark. <laughs> Get the dodgeballs out, you <laughs> pile of bust. <laughs> uh, right. Should we go on to the next? Please do. <laughs> yeah. Next feature. The random thing you only find in primary schools. Okay, random thing you only find in primary schools. And this week we are going for... Every school has this. Every school has it. It's normally in the hall of this space. If, if not, it'll be hidden away in some sort of cupboard. But we're talking about the musical instrument trolley. Oh, God. Everyone has a musical instrument trolley. And... You've not got one instrument that actually works. Main components of the trolley are sort of percussion. 
A glockenspiel? <laughs> yeah, but it's like a glockenspiel <laughs> with a couple of keys missing. Augustus Glue playing the glockenspiel? <laughs> You'll have a glockenspiel with a few keys missing, so you can't even a xylophone. Play it. Is uh, it a xylophone? I'm yeah. so bad on instruments. Yeah. Is that the metal but, one where you go... Dun, 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 that's dun, a glockenspiel, isn't it? Is it? I thought a glockenspiel was the one where you go like... No, glockenspiel... To be fair, great sound effects from me. Yeah, well, I don't know about that, but... Glock, glockenspiel. No, no, you got to say it properly. <laughs> glockenspiel? Yeah, that's a glockenspiel. Ah, yes. That, yeah. is, a, that is a glockenspiel. So what were you saying? Um, <laughs> What's that, though? I don't know. What is a xylophone? Xylophone. Aren't they similar? Aren't they similar? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty, it, yeah, yeah. very similar. The xylophone is very similar to the glockenspiel. Shed loads of tambourines. Just loads of little Liam oh, Gallagher tambourines, yeah, yeah. a few triangles, loads of like random drums, like African drums. You got some from the djembes. The djembes, loads the djembes. of djembes. The reason why I know that is because I had to do PPA with the old music teacher in my old school, and for an hour and a half, the only thing that the kids learnt was basically like, I can play the djembe. <laughs> That was it. Hour and a half, 90 minutes of my life. Went home. Uh, How was your day at work? I can play the djembe. <laughs> <laughs> I can bloody play the djembe. Uh, yeah, so every school... But that's it. Like No money's been spent on it for I don't know how many years. Uh, and it's a shame, really, because... Uh, oh, but guess what has arrived in our house? Oh, God, yeah. So in Trafford, in our school, uh, in our local area, they have, like, this music scheme. And uh, if you want a lucky schools, every child has an instrument for, like, a term. So would you believe it? My children's school gets picked. And guess what instrument it is? The trumpet. So I've got three trumpets <sighs> with, the th- with the triplets. They've been playing them this week. And I honestly think I'm going deaf. Like, my ears are just... Yeah, Claire's bought three silences. And the trumpets, there you go. <laughs> and then you're having to encourage them. You're like, oh, that sounds really good. You have to encourage him by them three silences. <laughs> Pretty sure that's the, that's the full stop. Uh, so, yeah, so there's your random thing. Right, um, on to the next feature. The thing kids today wouldn't have a clue about. Right, so here is our newest feature where we talk about something that children nowadays wouldn't have a clue about, um, which is very nostalgic to us. Uh, what we used to do when we were children, that just doesn't really happen. So in the last episode, we were talking about getting photos developed and you'd go to Max, Spiel- Max Spielman and that's... Sort of- Max Spielman? <laughs> Max Glockenspielman? <laughs> and this one links to what we've just been talking about with, like, Game of Thrones and stuff. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, um, whether life was simpler back in the day, but having to wait a week to watch the next episode of something... It's just so foreign nowadays, yeah, it's, isn't it? It's, I liked it. Do you remember 
Do you remember when you used to look in like the TV guide and they'd give you that code? Yeah. Was that what was that TV plus or something like that? And you like, type it in and, and then you type VCR. In, and you VCR. It. And yeah, record, yeah. yeah. We yeah. used to do it with wrestling all the time. Yeah. But um, like nowadays, uh, most series will just get released all in one go, and we just binge. It's yeah. just all about the binge. It's not as good though. It's not as good. It was. Because it was the build-up and it was the fact that no one knew. And you're talking about spoilers. There was no spoilers back then. Well, that's the it. Well, the thing is, I think because of the internet, like TV's series will go in one go because you don't, don't want those sort of spoilers. And it's a nightmare. Because like Game of Thrones at the minute will get released 2am. And if you can't watch it till the following Monday night... Yeah. Because it's been all right because we've had bank holiday. Well, the first week of the Easter holiday, bank holiday... We've got another bank, but like this week, so there's a whole. <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm just, I'm just. When you're talking about spoilers, it just brought back such a classic. So obviously, the biggest build-up ever to Star Wars: The Force Awakens a few years <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah. And obviously, everyone was talking about the big twist, and I made sure I still stayed well clear. Um, and uh, you know, spoiler alert, but I'm guessing most people have seen Force Awakens now. Yeah. If you're a Star Wars fan. And uh, I just remember my mate who's dead into Star Wars, but he wasn't able to see it. <laughs> he said he just stayed well clear. <laughs> and then there was a video on Sport Bible, and it was like, check this dirty piece of skill out. <laughs> and it was this, like, Rabona goal. Yeah. And he, and he watched it, and he was like, oh, that's quality. And the first comment underneath it was, whoa, what skill? Hand eyes. <laughs> 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 well, honestly, it tickled yeah. me. But so yeah, much. like thing, things. So waiting a whole week for for the episode—that's that's one thing, and um, like not fast forwarding the breaks. So do you remember the time where you either had to make a brew in a break? Yeah. So it'd be like you'd have to dash, put the kettle on, get the brew you'd done, to, yeah, you and then to, race back. You used to pull serious muscles <laughs> getting back before it restarted. Yeah. Or get into the toilet and back before oh. before the end of the break. Yeah, that's that's true actually. I mean Sky Plus changed the game, didn't it? Yeah, and it's like, like pause live stuff. TV. Yeah. It's uh, absolutely it's mad. convenient, but then I don't know if it's a better thing because of things like spoilers and when you do start binging on stuff, I don't know if it's a healthy thing to do. So before Game of Thrones started, the new series, we'd uh, rewatched season season one to seven with Callum uh, to make that. It was like we set ourselves a challenge. It was two months to watch the seven se- seasons. So we were binging on like two, three a night, and you bloody you're dreaming about it. Like I'm dreaming about Daenerys. No, I'm dreaming about um, <laughs> you know being in Westeros and and all the stuff that happens, and uh, it probably takes over your. No, whole... I know what you mean. To be fair, even though. I didn't even like know you like Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, no, I remember when I broke my foot and I was off, and I remember my mate was telling me ages ago about Game of Thrones because I'm sure I watched Game of Thrones before you did. And um, I remember being off, and I was just and I, and I put it on, and then I got hooked on it. I think it's only the first four seasons, maybe. Yeah. And then I've watched every one since, just as it's come out. And I remember uh, Kim. I got up in the morning, and Kim got ready for work and left me on the couch at half seven and when she got back I was in the exact same position on the couch at about six yeah so nearly like 11 hours and she came in and and it was it was the red wedding that I'd just yeah, watched yeah. yeah so I was like in absolute shock and this is absolutely no word of a lie 
I Kim asked me what I wanted for tea, and I just completely blanked her because I was too in the middle. <laughs> Zoned in. And then she said, Adam. And I just went, sorry, my grace. <laughs> <laughs> and she went, what? And I went, oh, God. I was, like, I was probably, honestly, I was so in it. It was like, sorry, whoa. <laughs> sorry, your grace. <laughs> uh, the um, Lannisters send her yeah, a card. Yeah, the Lannisters. <laughs> Um, still laughing at them. Get on the wall. I'm not leaving this wall until the bell bangs. <laughs> well, I think well, we should do that as like a thing. It just if Jon Snow is a teacher, just the lines they come out with. Underline your tail. Well, no golden time for you this week, bastard. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm gonna say, like, right, um, next feature. I don't do you, that. You've nailed that impression. I want more. I want more snow yeah, as a teacher. No, I'm not. I'm not giving it to you yet. <laughs> yeah. too, this this episode is too game of thrones. The friends. bell doesn't dismiss like you. Yeah, that bell won't go <laughs> <laughs> until I say it goes. <laughs> bastard. <laughs> do you know what I love is that is that throwing a bastard in at the end. Any. Any Sean Bean or, or Jon Snow thing. Like you could say anything like, what have you been up to, bastard? <laughs> Basically, his punctuation mark at the end of yeah, every exactly. sentence. Yeah, uh, exactly. Right. Um, uh, so that's, that's, that's that done. Are we going on to the next feature? Yeah, let's do right. it. Oh, I don't know. When you really make a terrible shout. And you don't know what you're talking about Everyone remembers what I know Yeah, I'm just... Oh, God, right, go on, do that one Right, no, he's, he's, he's going on about the Jon Snow thing We're just saying when, when Jon Snow's out for break duty He goes... He goes... My watch is over <laughs> Oh, right, um, what I know. Right, we're on oh, the phone. Right, I've, I've got, a, I've got a couple. Right, first of all, I think I know this week has got to be. I know this is turning into like just a Game of Thrones episode, but whoever decided to make that episode so dark, yeah, what true. I know, That's what I know. Video. Do you know it's been marked down as like the worst-rated episode because of because of that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but right, so I've got a story. So. In my school, there's like uh, a teacher who's, who's like the eco coordinator in our school, and she's quite like keen on planting stuff. Like most lunchtime, she's wearing a high vis vest, planting stuff, watering stuff, and you know, she, you'll be in your classroom and she'll just turn your lights off, and you'll be like, What are you doing? It's like, Oh, sorry, trying to save energy. So she's dead into that, and I'm, you know, more for Is this it. Is a teacher, so. sorry? Yeah, yeah, a teacher. Is she an eco warrior? Yeah, yeah, I think that talks about Eco warriors! <laughs> yeah, and. Um, Anyway, on the notice board, on the staff notice board, that might be a random thing you only find in primary school. There's a little message there saying, um, for anyone who's... So she'd, she'd written in it, said, for anyone who's brought in a plant, uh, leave it in my room. So I've gone into the staff room, there was another teacher there, and I sort of looked at it and I went, um, what's that about? What's that about? And I heard him say, the, the other teacher just went, um, yeah, everyone's bringing in plants for a birthday. Right, so I've gone... All right, okay. So initially I've just thought, right, fair enough. So she mm. don't want presents. and Not that everyone gets each other's presents, but don't want presents. Or, you know, some people will want, rather than get me presents, donate to a charity. So she's clearly gone, don't want anything for my birthday, just everyone bringing a plant. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, 
lunchtime comes comes along and we're sort of laughing and joking about it and some and I'm like and I just questioned it I went I went just out of in, in front of all the staff I just went out, out of interest how come like uh, everyone's got to bring in a plant for her birthday and everyone's going what are you talking about I go well like no one brings anything in for anyone else's birthday why all of a sudden have we all got to bring plants in for her birthday and then someone turned around and went no, it's not a birthday, you idiot. She's talking about Earth Day. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. And I was just like, oh, oh no. Oh, my God. Oh, absolute. That is... Do you know what I love? Do you know, do you know There's nothing better than an O is when you've made the initial contact of the O. Yeah. So you've, you've broke the O barriers. And then they go, what you're on about? And then you're like, what am I on about? And then you go in again. Why are we bringing plants for her birthday? And then they're just like, it's it, oh, birthday and Earth Day. That yeah. is a classic. That is a classic. That girl. is an O. Congratulations. Cheers, well, thank you very I'm gonna much. I'm gonna take your O and I'm gonna throw one back at you. This is this is my wife. So obviously, she's still off on maternity leave, doing a great great job, um, looking after our our little boy and obviously our girl uh, when she's not at nursery. But anyway, she, Kim Kim drives Max and Isla to drop Isla at nursery the other day. She comes back. She was dropping Max at about eight. Yeah. Uh, sorry, dropping Isla at about eight. Comes back, gets the house sorted, and then sits down and starts watching Lorraine. And, uh, <laughs> Lorraine yeah, Kelly. Kelly Lane. <laughs> so, um, so, so she sat there. And obviously, on Lorraine, it comes up with like. Uh, coming up next, and it's like you know nine fifteen. Bruno Tolioli's there teaching you how to swing your hips when you're fifty or something like that, right? So she's like, "Oh yeah," and she was thinking, "I'm doing so well on time," and uh, and uh, she had it. She was taking Max to a class at half ten. Now Lorraine's on half eight to half nine, so she yeah. thought, "I'll watch the rest of Lorraine, and then I'll go get. I've got an hour there to get to get sorted and go." So anyway, it gets to about twenty past twenty past nine. And she just, she was like, oh, it's unbelievable how much I've got done. She was watching it on plus one. Oh, I thought that was it. She was it, watching but... it on plus one, <laughs> then missed the class. And I was like, that is what Lorraine will do to you. You get hooked, lass. <laughs> what I know. <laughs> if you're watching Lorraine. Oh, and all day will keep Lorraine away. <laughs> yeah, so uh, absolute cracking out from the old missus oh, there. That's quality. That's quality. Right, should we get on to flashback? Flashback! Throwback! It's affected every one of us! Right, so flashback throwback. Where are we with the scores? Where are we with the scores? Am I one ahead now? Because you won the last one and then we gave you the live show. Oh, we gave you the live show. We gave you the live show. No, what I'm saying is we included the live show. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, so I'd say it's about nine, eight or eight, seven. It's eight, seven, I think, because it was eight, five. Yeah, yeah. Right, so last episode, Retro Suites... 
if you remember correct, if you remember, um, I went for Frosties, the Candy Sticks and Love Hearts. Adam went for Fire Blasts, those um, aniseed balls, Double Dip. Never, and... having, them. Never having them again. Oh, you missed your chance there. What? <laughs> Did I never miss a chance? <laughs> That video Tim sent. Oh, absolute <laughs> classic. So you might have seen before we went out to Bongo's Bingo, Adam had brought round all these sweets. He'd gone and got all the sweets. And uh, we thought we'd film Adam, like, taking a bite out of a wham, giving his yeah, giving signature wham, and, like, he, you know, wishing everyone a good Easter. And then Tim Sadler, Sadler Doodles, sent us one back. <laughs> but that one bar must have been in the mic, been in the fridge, sorry, for like days because as he bit it, the crack. Yeah, he said like wham, and it just sounded like he broke all his teeth. I was crying when I saw it. Was like wham, yeah, he was like wham out. Yeah, oh, that was funny. Um, so five hundred votes. Wow, I think that's the most amount of votes we've had. That's well, five hundred and three. And results are in 53% to moi, Ooh. 47% to you. If so you've got 53%, that means you've won. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> nine Maths <seven>. check. <laughs> yeah, nine seven. So this week, what we decided to do, it's sort of slightly inspired... Where do you stand on someone saying I'm going to give it 110%? Um, Does it annoy you? No, I'm not really. doesn't annoy me, it really annoys my wife. Does it? Went, you can't give 110. You can only yeah. give 100. Yeah. So, obviously, I say it all yeah. the time. Yeah, it it's whether you take it literal, don't you? But, like, there's loads of things we say that you can't ever take literally, can you? Like what? Oh, now you're going to put me on the spot. Like, oh, have you seen... Someone said to me the other day, have you seen Jerry Maguire? And I said, like, oh, I've seen it, like, a million times like that. Yeah, yeah. But you're not saying it literally. <laughs> but I actually have, though. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, Ben's still a dodgeball. <laughs> no, but seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like that sort of thing. It's just a figure of speech, isn't it? Yeah, but I always used to hate that person who, who'd, who'd take that and, and correct it. So, like, when you go, like, oh, I've said it a million times, you've only said it three times. <laughs> yeah. Sure. My kids do this. My own kids do it when you go, like, will you just wait a minute? And they go, one, two, <laughs> three. <laughs> just give me a second. One second. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, oh it's so annoying. Understand. Is. But you've uh, like it happens with all sorts. Some children just don't don't pick up those. So I said to a child once, like um, I can't remember this, but I was like, "Come on, pull your socks up, you know, get on with it." And then the kid was like <laughs> pulling the socks <laughs> up, like, "No, no, no, it's a figure of speech sort of thing." Uh, anyway, right this week we uh, sort of slightly inspired by Bongo's Bingo because like some of the tunes that came yeah, out big there were tunes. just huge so what we've decided to do is cast our mind back like you've got to imagine everyone's been to these the old family parties right doesn't happen as much now but we're talking conservative club social club like basically phoenix nights someone's 60th or something like that reeking of candy sticks yeah when you were a kid and they'd hire a dj he'd have those three lights like the traffic lights that would flash that if he was really upmarket, he'd have a smoke machine. Smoke machine You'd yeah. be sliding on your knees across well, the dance floor. What I like to floor. call it a plugging asthma attack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd be sliding across. If someone, if they brought balloons, that's you for the oh, night, doing as many kickups yeah. as possible. Your mum, dad, they're you know socialising. Your grandparents, Hitting the booze. Yeah, having a few pints. You're giddy off coke. Those sort of parties. <laughs> Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so what we've decided to do is pick the three tunes that you would hear, three tunes each that you would hear, that those DJs would play without doubt, that basically get your grandpa, get your nana giddy and on the dance floor. Yeah, big big tunes for big the Big tunes. Fam. So uh, what are you going for? Well, you go first. I'll, uh, I've got my songs geared up here. I need to uh, remind myself which, which songs I chose. So the first one, oh, yeah, yeah, classic it. Absolute classic. Um... Here we go. Yeah, the real thing. I'd say usually towards the end. Yeah. People are maybe hooking up. I'll no. say that. <laughs> They'll really. No, this, this is, I reckon that one gets played. That one gets played like just after the buffet. Just yeah. after everyone's had a sausage roll. Cheese and pineapple on a stick. Was it onion and cheese as well? Was yeah, that I think one? that was that. Yeah, these was it, sometimes it was, it was a little tip of lad, and I'll be feeling all right. <laughs> there was that one, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so everyone, and then like the the men just aren't quite there yet on the level of drunk, but your your aunties, your mum, they're all yeah, up yeah. on the dance floor and they're giving it to this. So they're all just in a just in a circle, just swaying side to side. That's what I see. I don't think it's an end of night tune. No, no, not not the end. Of, the, my first choice. Is is our mum's absolute favourite beyond any doubt? I mean, I'm sorry, but if you don't click your fingers, yeah, if you don't click your fingers and bob to that, I don't know what you do. I mean, so someone every else's time, guy, someone else's guy, Jocelyn Brown. I mean, every every single party we've ever been to. As soon as that rosé touches mum's <laughs> lips, you know, it's just like, as soon as it hit the lips, it's just like, get Jocelyn Brown on. Yeah. And she goes for it, but bless her. Right, so my second choice. Love this this gets people going. All that's left is a band of gold. Yeah, that, that yeah, comes that, after. That, that's big, yeah. That's big. That's like gearing up for the big, big taxi rush. <laughs> that's when you know, like, ooh, should we get a taxi, Dave? <laughs> Not yet, some band of gold on. Um, that's a great choice. So I'm going to hit you back with a bit of... <laughs> I mean, this is... Yeah, you know, you walk... At this, you know what this reminds me of? Going to the toilet or you're on a fruity machine. Or do you remember them... Them weird, like, lottery things where you used to pull the little shreds back and it'd be, like, three things got you. You used to get them from, like, a little machine. They were kind of, like, not scratch, scratch cards because you didn't scratch, but they were, like, little peel-away lottery things. And they, that tune always reminds me of maybe winning two dubs on that. I mean, you know, Dad had paid two dubs for it. You'd won two dubs, but they're your two dubs. <laughs> and then suddenly, you're walking back in... <laughs> <laughs> waving it big bang waving it like boom I'm in the mood yeah that gets everyone going swaying side exactly. to side exactly I'm in the mood um, no what I used to do is just go around to our because like our nana was one of 11 children and most of them were were um, were our uncles who would just just whack pounds we'd just oh, come yeah. out with about 25 quid every time my, I went to yeah, one of those my, I remember one time just, like uncle just, Brian was an absolute ledge oh, for it he used to love Two dubs. He yeah. used to love two quid, just like bang, bang, bang. But yeah, no, definitely. So go on, last choice. Right, my last one, uh, and this is this is dedicated to uh, Big Mike. Oh, 
It's huge, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. It's a, and, and the thing is with this, like, this is my dad's tune. Like, if this comes on at a family party, everyone clears the way. Big Mike, even if he's driving, has to do it now. It's like his party piece. And he does this dance, which isn't well coordinated. And as he gets older, everyone now watches him and encourages him to the point where it goes mad, and then they start having that slight panic where it's like, like, is he going to be all right? His hip going (laughs) and then knees buckling. Can his heart rate take this? Yeah. Still Um, got it though. Yeah. But come on, Eileen, Dex's, yeah, so there's my third choice. And I'm going to go for, to finish it off, huge tune back in the day. You know, when this first little, this first absolute beat here. Yeah, yeah. Strike! <laughs> and then it was like everybody just um, da da da! You know what I mean? It was Don't in, love you, wait for it. Da da da! It was in um, Romeo and Juliet, that song as well, wasn't it? Was it? The Leonardo DiCaprio one. Was it? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was. Damn Young cats, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, so there are three choices. So we'll get that up on Facebook. You can um, vote, and of course, you can let us know if we've missed one. Is there a blatant song Big that we family tune? Family tune. We've not we've not stuck in there. You can let us know. You can uh, let us know by joining the Facebook group. Just search Two Mr P's podcast on Facebook. You can go to the website Two Mr P's podcast.com and uh, while you're there you might as well subscribe rate and review so we are going to wrap the episode up with a story from Adam well you're actually going to get you're actually going to get two two little tales here two Ooh. little tales of tape so I'm going to bring back a character which a lot of love a lot of love has been given to this guy um, you know across the podcast and because it's the year anniversary um, I thought I'd bring him back for just a little tale and it came to me the other day and Really did make me chuckle. So David, yeah, yeah. classic donkey David. <laughs> um, now, obviously, this this story is based around the time of his of his compulsive lying. Like yeah. he used to lie all the time. So he rocked in. He was actually this is no joke. He was in he was in Cockney John's class at the time. Right. So um, <laughs> I remember popping in, and uh, Cockney John. He just had this look on his face, just like. He was, you could tell, you know, like, you could tell something funny had happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was just like, all right, Mr. P. And he was just like, yeah, uh, David, David, tell, uh, tell, tell Mr. P what happened to you last night. So David was just like, I was, I was football training with my team. He didn't have a team. <laughs> I already knew that he didn't have a team. He used to go and take his footy with his brother onto like a school's AstroTurf, but they'd yeah. let him play there, which is fair to but he'd say, I was training with my team. And then a Man United scout came and said, we want to sign you. So uh, he gave us, he gave me like all this, all these forms and he gave me a coat. And I was like, no way. You know, you have to yeah, play along, you yeah. can't call them out of it. I went, no way. <laughs> and then Cockney John went, go get, he went, he went, go get your coat then, David. So he comes out, he comes running out in the, in the most, pristine Man City coat <laughs> you've ever seen he goes so you told you gave me a coat and I looked at him and I was like um I went Man, Man United yeah and he was just like yeah Man United and then like 
his his brother came to get him from school, and his brother we used to teach a few years yeah, before. Yeah. And the first thing his brother said when he walked out was, "Why have you got my sea coat on?" <laughs> <laughs> and we were just like, "Oh, no way!" Um, so that's you know bringing back a little bit of David Love uh, yeah. in in the bit like Jay out the in between, isn't it? Exactly. But then, so there was this. There was this one, right? We're, I was in Breakfast Club the other day, and um, this little kid in year two, we'll call him, we'll call him Timmy, right? Oh. Not his name, but whatever. So Timmy, right? He's a he's funny, like he's funny. He's a, you know, don't always make the right choices, but he, <laughs> he's funny. I love how that's becoming a thing as well. So we eat like people say that to me. Said said that to me on training. Really? Yeah, like when I go, I went to a school the other day and we were just having a chat at lunch and we were talking about something that happened and one one of the teachers went to me, they were like, you know, he's one of them that doesn't always make the right choices. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that love lo- it. Yeah, that's quality. We need so, those a T-shirt. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't always make the right choices. <laughs> or pointing to the person next to you, this person doesn't always make the right choices. Um, so, yeah, so Timmy is there and he's been a little bit, a little bit, a little bit crazy in Breakfast Club, and I'm I'm in Breakfast Club with this with this lady called Tracy, and she's absolutely quality. She's yeah. so funny, you know, and she she just tries to keep the keep the order. So anyway, there's no running in Breakfast Club. It's early in the yeah. morning. It's been raining. It's wet. First rule of Breakfast Club yeah. is so no um, running in Breakfast Club. Yeah. So Timmy's starts running round the right. hall. So Tracy goes, Timmy. Stop running, please. Right? So Timmy then starts walking. <laughs> it must have been less than a minute later. There goes Timmy. <laughs> you know, he's he's off again. So then I went, Timmy, you've been asked to stop running. Yeah. Proper, you know, firm. 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 So firm, anyway, not too hard. You know, it, two minutes goes by. Then the game, whatever they were playing, gets heated. And off pops Timmy. <laughs> So Timmy starts turning on the burners again. So then Tracy was just like, right, that's it. Over here. Come and stand by me. You're not doing that. So he comes and stands by and he's, and he's one of them kids who looks so gutted when he's, when he's you know, his head's down. And he's, but he, his head's down, but he keeps looking up. Like that. Yeah. Like looking his up. eyes going And then up. This, is, this is the best. She, uh, Tracy went, I told you. Mr. Parkinson told you, then I've told you again. How many times do we have to tell you to stop running in the hall? And he was looking at the floor, he just looked up, he went, five? (laughs) (laughs) So then I turned to Tracy and I went, by my calculations, you've got to tell him two more times. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, so absolutely. I mean, he's absolute quality, quality. Ah, brilliant. Right, so that wraps us up for another episode. Thank you so so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, And uh, and yeah, please do get involved. Share your stories. Head over to the website uh, or join the Facebook page. Like I say, we'll get the uh, poll up uh, as soon as possible. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, probably post Sats, maybe. Yeah, after Or maybe the week off sats, possibly. We'll see, yeah. Good luck to everyone involved. Yeah, yeah, hope it all goes well. Um, 
Yeah, remember to get those letters sent out. You know, the letters where you tell all the parents that, you know, these sats don't mean anything, even though you've just prepped the kids for the whole year. And if, you know, if you want to take one last word of advice from Mr. Snow, <laughs> Mr. John Snow, head of year, don't write your DFE number wrong, <laughs> bastards. <laughs> right, so we'll see you later. Thanks for listening. See ya.